September 8th, several years into the future. As soon as he started playing, Ricky knew he would never finish the game. Hey, Ricky, pass the ball over here. I'm open, yelled Jackson, a tall, lanky, blended race teen waving from a corner of the basketball court. He was ready to make a 15-foot jumper from the hoop. Ricky looked at the dirty, brownish-orange basketball as his vision began to blur. Hello, Jackson shouted. From the edge of his hazy state, Ricky saw the shadow of another player. Ricky, hey, you all right, man? asked Jackson. Ricky looked up at his friends as he bounced the ball back over toward Jackson. He began to sense a faint dizziness and started to stumble over, catching himself just before his body hit the pavement. Hey, guys, I think I may be getting sick, he said, standing back up but feeling as if the world was spinning around him. You don't look so good, said Jackson. I have to get back to my dorm room, guys. Just as long as you don't puke on the court, said his friend, laughing. I'll come by next week, same time. Catch you all later, said Ricky, as he reached down to pick up his backpack and water bottle. What's happening? He thought to himself. It felt like his body had been invaded by some unseen force. Since he rarely got sick, Ricky wondered, is this what the flu feels like? Jackson took his shot and made it. Hey, man, shouted another player. Somebody called time or something. Who's going in for Ricky? We can beat your ass without him, smiled Jackson. Ricky waved goodbye and started toward the street, focusing on putting one foot in front of the other. See ya, said Ricky. Peace, the boys responded as they continued to play their game. At 16, Ricky Romanello knew he wasn't like most of his friends. Even though he tried his best to blend in, he definitely stood out from his normal Illinois high school classmates. Even with his extracurricular activities, debate team and drama club, Ricky maintained straight A's, as well as getting a perfect score on his SATs. Because of Ricky's study habits and his achievement beyond his grade level, the high school accelerated him two years ahead of his graduating class. That allowed Ricky to get a full-ride scholarship to Johns Hopkins University. It didn't hurt that his parents were both alumni of the school where they had met and fallen in love. As Ricky began the four-block walk from the basketball court to his dorm, he tried to hide the weak feeling that had permeated his body, mostly so he wouldn't attract the predators that hung out on corners awaiting their prey. Ricky knew he lacked a certain element of style and swagger when he walked. He often outwardly appeared to be what many of his peers believed him to be, a first-class nerd. They couldn't see behind his awkwardness and downright dorky tendencies to realize that inside beat the heart of a true rebel. Usually he stayed inside, and when he wasn't doing his schoolwork, he was beating several video games and reading comic books. His one outside activity was the weekly basketball game with the new friends he had met in his dorm at Johns Hopkins, friends to whom he was forever grateful, since his size and age made him the smallest person on whatever team he played on. Still, he figured if he could improve his game on the court, he might have a better chance with the co-eds. He'd never had an easy time with girls in high school. He was always really shy and naive. Ricky never had a lot of girlfriends throughout his life, even though he was nice-looking, but he never made a move to talk to any of them, because they seemed to prefer the jocks over the geeks. Ricky always wanted to be the guy with the girlfriend, 
not the friend that had to hear about it on the phone.